Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You know what I feel like doing? What? I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Podcast. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown, and I'm joined by my co-host. Hello. What's up, guys? It's Amanda. How y'all doing? So, you are now in... I'd say if we're ranking you, this is your final mission to become a Jedi Knight. I'd have to say I'm pretty deep. You you are. I'm but, pretty deep. I'm pretty invested. So you have watched episode one to three, and that's what we're here to talk about right now. Episode three. We're going to do a full review of that. Episode tree. Episode tree fitty. Arguably my favorite Star Wars movies. I said it. That's it. But um. I have to agree. I think it's still going to be your best. Um, I don't know. You might get a curveball uh, with the rest of the episodes, but who who knows? Who knows? I know there's a lot of Empire Strikes Back fans. I love that movie as well. But episode three to me is the best. But before we get into the review of episode three, thank you to everybody and anybody who is sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Also, thank you for joining us on Get Comfy Gaming live on Twitch every week. We do a stream for you guys, so... The link to that is always down below. Stream. Stream. Um, but now... It's an extreme stream. Extreme stream. Yeah, that works. Nah. But um, <laughs> before, you know, we got all that out of the way. Now it's time to get into the... Uh, the meat. The goods. Yeah, the meat of this uh, trilogy. We're making our own trilogy. This look at us. the prime rib. This is the oh, prime rib, but Star look Wars. at us. We're making right. our own trilogy. We're we're technically Star we're Wars. We're our own universe. We are Star Wars confirmed. We That's are what Get it, Comfy Star Wars. Get Comfy Wars. Get Comfy stars. Galaxy. Get Comfy Galaxy. I like it. I, I like, like that it. one. See, I was going to do like a, I, I was going to do a separate like weekly podcast to Star Wars, but I don't know a name. Like After, Get Comfy Game Break, Get Comfy Lowdown, Get Comfy Podcast. Like what? Get, get comfy, comfy galaxy but then it's like i don't know i don't know it kind of has to go with star wars i gotta like find something give me time give me we'll, time we'll and i'll work. figure this out we'll we gotta workshop it. it you know get comfy with grogu that'd be funny, that'd be funny. i have three yeah you know we can just chill and just talk to stuffed animals i have three you know they're, they're always chilling but um today we're talking about episode three my favorite star wars movie of all time um some of the best action some of the best story um we start off by getting the classic uh obi-wan and anakin banter um it's always anakin kind of being the risk taker the extreme one the uh the the sky guy you know what i mean you know because his last name is skywalker lol hey. uh, <laughs> Hello. But, uh, no dad jokes no dad jokes, but we referenced this in the last podcast where there was a duel between Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Tyrannus, a.k.a. Count Dooku. He has a lot of names. It's really weird. Just pick but, one. <laughs> yeah. Count Dooku. Just picked one. Count Dooku. That's his name. Count, Count Dooku. Well, he was pretty Dooku. He was pretty Dooku. Not going to lie. Um, so in this duel... You know, Obi-Wan, in, cla- in classic fashion, gets knocked off to the side. Mullet Obi-Wan. Yeah. We have to remember, this is mullet Obi-Wan. We're talking no, this about is that. like clean-cut Obi-Wan. Too, it was mullet Obi-Wan. It's because he lost the mullet. 
yeah, in episode three, he's like, he's full on like dad. Like he he's got the clean cut. He's got the fully shaped beard. Yeah, he's out here. He's, he's out here ruling dad mode. He is. He has to be a dad to Anakin, and um, he gets tossed off to the side, classic fashion. Gets knocked out. Yeah. Um, and then it's up to Anakin to uh, stop Count Dooku, and. We kind of see the Emperor sitting in the chair, like egging him on. Do it. Do it. That's my favorite part to say. But um, we see in this fight, he starts to channel the dark side, Anakin, a little bit. You know, we see it in his eyes. Like, he, he gets angry, starts fighting faster, starts fighting harder. And it ultimately ends up with Anakin kind of slicing off Dooku's hands. And he's won. The battle is won at this point. Dooku is done. Dooku done. And then he's kind of at a crossroads, just so to speak, because he has his lightsabers right around his neck. And he says, I submit, like, I'm good. You don't have to kill me. But yeah, he kind of got yeeted a little bit, just a little bit. Uh, So, yeah, Count Dooku's head was cut off. Dooku delete us. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, he got deleted. Um. And this, again, is another little speed bump in the road to the dark side for Anakin. Um, you know, what did you think of that? Like, are a, a good guy, you know, a good guy cutting someone's head off. I mean, grant you, we did see Mace Windu do it. But, like, this is Anakin. This is, like, the, the guy. I'm not going to lie. I thought he wasn't going to do it. Sorry. I thought he wasn't going to do it. <laughs> I thought he wasn't because that's just how Anakin is, especially because he loves Padme and he would, doesn't want anything like especially that influencing his relationship because she doesn't want him. She's been, had terrible visions and she's been he's been having terrible visions, too, about her and then everything. And just I didn't think he would go through. It's sad, especially he had his hands cut off. It's like, what more can he do? I mean, so did Anakin, but he was chilling. Yeah, but like you in the grand scheme, yeah, you think like, I've been in your position. Actually, it was the, Count Dooku was the one who cut off his hand. Trash. So I guess he had, he had to return the favor, but like he a took little too both. much. Yeah, he took a little too much off the top. He didn't like his cut G. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we get through another happy landing. I the crash land. Beach. Yeah, pretty much. Um, we get through another happy landing. They crash at um, Naboo. I think it's Naboo. Yeah, it's Naboo. No, Coruscant. My bad. Um, and get it together. Yeah, I know. I got to get my planets right. God forbid. I don't even know the ones in our own solar system. But um, when one universe is more priority <laughs> than the other. I swear that's what it is. But um, Anakin yet again is asking for the rank of master. Wait. And he just doesn't. He gets denied. He gets denied yet again. Rude. And th- he's like, why? Like, I literally just did all that. I saved the emperor, not the emperor, the chancellor at this point. And he, they're just like, nah, sorry, we don't trust you. Your emotions are too uh, too out there. You're a simp. He is, they, though. They weren't wrong. <laughs> they, they weren't wrong. Not wrong at all. But like I said, flags. Flags. Uh, but. It's still this thing of Anakin is held back by his emotions, you know, 
Padme, like you said, he had the visions and he can't help it. He keeps seeing those visions throughout this episode and it keeps him up at night. And, you know, he was kind of like an animal caught in a trap. He was so desperate, so scared of the future and what it held. He At this point, he would try anything to save her. And he's seen what happened to his mother, couldn't save her. And he's like, I'm not going to let that happen to you, Padme. And well, you done fucked up there, boy. <laughs> honestly, but um, throughout this episode, we get winks and nods to what is going to happen in the future. Um, we kind of get those the talk between the chancellor and Anakin talking about the dark side, talking about yeah. how it can bring life. And, you know, we talked about it in the last podcast and he was like, hey, the dark side, you could kind of keep people from dying if you really want to even though you really can't. So there's that. And Anakin's like, what would you say? Reel it on in. Yeah. He's like, come on, like, give me a little, give me a little it's something. Like trying to train your dog and you're about bribing him at you. Come on, boy. Come on. If you do this, I'll give you some chicken. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. And again, you know, this is the part of the movie where I thought it got really good. Um, Anakin finds out that, the chancellor is technically the emperor and he's a Sith Lord. And he goes to the Jedi council to tell Mace Windu and Mace Windu is kind of like, thank you for telling me I'll go handle it. You're still a Padawan. And Anakin's like, burn him to a crisp. Yes. We're going to get to that part, (laughs) but it's like Anakin, just the chancellor who got um, a little little done, a little overdone, a little cooked. Little well done for my liking. I like medium rare. Medium rare, nice little, nice little outside coating, if you will. But this whole episode, the fuel to the fire was that the Jedi Council still can't trust Anakin. I don't Damn know. Yoda. Yeah, Yoda. I don't know, but Yoda also sensed this. He sensed that there was darkness, there was hate within Anakin. And that's what essentially leads to the dark side. I just and- need to know why he speaks backwards. Yeah, he he probably just got like hit in the head, you know, like whenever people like go, they like, I think it's like they go into a coma and they wake up speaking a different language. Maybe that was happened to Yoda. Who knows? Oh, we need a Yoda origin story, man, guy. Word. I th- I'm not going to read the comics. I, I love Star Wars, but I don't like reading. I admit it here, you know, whatever. But um, this fight that occurred between Mace Windu and the Emperor, uh, it was a pivotal point. And I want to bring this to your attention because this has to do with, or at least I thought or think it has to do with the Mandalorian. Do, do, you know, do, do, do. yeah, cue that music up. You know, we need it. Um, this is my theory, and you can chime in. Believe me, we've talked about Mando before, but do, 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 do. notice in episode two when. Mace Windu got attacked by Jango Fett. He fell from that balcony and he landed, was all right, took his robe off and started fighting people. Whatever. In this fight, Jango Fett's head, though. Yeah, rip in peace to that. He'd be rolling. He'd be roffling. Literally rip. Yeah. So. Literally rip. (laughs) In this fight, Anakin intervenes between Mace Windu and the Emperor and saves the Emperor and cuts Mace Windu's hand off. And then that gives the emperor a chance to shoot him with forest lightning and he shoots him out the window. And this is another, I give you one theory per 
podcast here. People are saying the one who saved Grogu from the Jedi Temple was Mace Windu. And this only adds up because Jedi apparently can fall from heights that are unimaginable. Who was the first one to know that the Emperor was executing Order 66 and he was kind of already about to strike? Don't you think it would be right for Mace Windu, probably who knew about Grogu at some point, to run, to hightail it to the Jedi Temple and save the next Yoda, essentially? Save the baby. Save the baby. And that's what people think. They think that Mace Windu is the one who saved Grogu from the Jedi Temple. We might get that in season three of the Mando or an explanation, at least maybe in the Obi-Wan series. Who knows? But what did you think of this moment? Because this was kind of like the shocking moment, because especially for you, you you got it spoiled technically, sort of, or like you kind of you pieced it together. I was piecing it together pretty quick and like certain things I picked up on. And I knew you weren't going to spoil it when I was... I knew I was right at certain points because you sent me... <coughs> as I choke on spit. You, <laughs> you sent me um, the eye emoji where it goes, huh? So I knew I was right at some pieces because I'm just like, ah But I was just like... I have to say, this movie was pretty dank. This movie was 10 out of 10. This is my favorite movie out of the three, so I do agree with you with that. Like, Revenge of the Sith is the movie that is Star Wars. And it was just crazy how just by saving the Chancellor and all of that leading up, like he's just like to Anakin. He's like, yeah, bro, you're, you're Darth Vader. That's the thing. And Anakin knelt down and he assumed the role of Darth Vader. Also, in that moment, it is said when you turn to the dark side and you're overwhelmed by hate, your eyes turn yellow. His did on several occasions. Goddamn those younglings. See? that <laughs> We're going to get to that, believe me. Um, and, you know, he, even in that moment, Anakin's like, what have I done? Like, I, I just want to save Padme. And that's what it boils down to. He just wants to save Padme. But in the same sense, too, he's letting his emotions. Yoda called it to overwhelm him and suddenly just take over and cause him to make brash decisions. He could have very well just kind of helped Mace Windu or whatever. And he said, even in that moment, he was like, this isn't the Jedi way. We need him. I need him to teach me. And it's like, you know, you're too far gone at that point. You're not a good, like you're just done. Like you made up your mind. It's not just that either. I think what was also overwhelming his emotions was the fact that when he was reunited with Padme, she told him he was pregnant. She, he was pregnant. She told him she was pregnant. <laughs> she, t- ha! We don't Biology assume gender here. Biology, my guy. Um, yeah, she told him that she was pregnant, and then that's probably what really got him. Was like, oh my god, this woman that I fell in love with when I was nine. Still can't get over that. We'll never get over it. Homeboy was nine. (laughs) And he, like, full-blown was like, saw him. He was like, I want that. I need that. And He's like, PC. For real. And he basically, his, I feel like his sole purpose in life was to protect her. 
from the so, very first mission. Like, that's his sole purpose. And he tried to save her from dying in childbirth, but he couldn't. So I'm glad you brought that up, like his sole purpose. And the reason why there's so much focus around Anakin is because he's essentially the chosen one. Anakin. The one, yeah, the one who is supposed to bring balance to the Force. And it still gets to me that line, and we'll talk about the duel between Anakin and Obi-Wan. He's like, you were supposed Pretty to uh, bring balance... To- yeah, you were supposed to bring balance to the force, not leave it in darkness. Like that line still to this day gets me. It's like, oh my gosh. Like, um, but regardless of that, we'll talk about that later on. You know, he's the chosen one and he's supposed to bring balance to the force. There's always that rule of two. It's like there has to be good and there has to be evil. Um, But now like the tides have turned and it's, it's him turning to the dark side. And whenever you watch episodes four to six, obviously now you know who's behind the suit. You know, there's a lot to be made there with Anakin and Darth Vader. Like, they're two separate people. And that's the thing. He killed off Anakin, but the spirit is still within him. Um, I guess talking about the spirit and what's happening with Anakin, you know... We get Order 66, you know, execute Order 66, which is the giant Jedi purge. Ah, he's we're talking about Order 66. No, he literally, I heard my brother and he just played the meme where it's like, hello there. Hello there. Uh, but fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm not kidding when that happened. And this is so offset. My brother's in the background playing that scene. I literally thought just something started playing off of my laptop into the headphones. It's just Star Wars sending you a message, but Order 66. This has been this has been the comparison to Grogu eating the eggs. Gogurt. You know? Baby Gogurt. Anakin marches on the Jedi Temple. He he executes any and every Jedi within that temple. Clones immediately turn on their Jedi that they're with you know, executing missions, doing whatever. Commander Cody almost shot Obi-Wan out of the sky when he was on that little reptile, that weird thing, the noise I can't make, but it's weird. Kind of like I don't a know. pug. Yeah, it's like a pug that's screaming or something. <laughs> I don't know. Rip in peace headphone users. Uh, <laughs> but this Order 66 thing is insane. Um, the fact that the Jedi, like the mighty Jedi, the Jedi that can do anything, were just taken out by one foul swoop is, it's insane. But like what I wanted to know, like obviously watching it from the beginning and all that, it's like, I wish there was like parts where it showed like the talk of Order 66 and like the coming putting together of order 66 and it's like i kind of was like well what started order 66 all right i'll give you like a little bit of information it's not going to spoil anything but cuz you already know order 66 happens the clones turn blah 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 Enjoy enormous execution whenever the clones were made each clone was inserted with a chip in the back of their head that whenever the emperor says execute order 66 it's like they turn into that mode and they're just like, kill the Jedi. Anybody who has a lightsaber, anybody who used the force, that's who you got to kill. He uploaded a database full of Jedi names, what they look like, blah, blah, blah. You got to kill them. That's it. They're done. They're cooked. So 
that's how the clones immediately happened. Like it just went order 66. Boom. Let's go. He sent out he a message. Said, my brother said it's not order 66. It's order 60 sus. It is sus. It's very sus. And the that's only person who's sus, the dark side is sus. The dark side like is sus. Major sus. <laughs> but what did you think? Are you see- he is the, he really, he literally is the imposter, the, the emperor. But you've seen now the, the scene with Anakin and the younglings. Oh my gosh. Some stuff is falling down. What did you think of this? Like this scene in general, like you've probably seen it before, but now that you've seen it play out, what are your thoughts on this? Those poor younglings, man. All they wanted to know what was going to happen. Like, what are we going to do? Help me. And then Anakin, his eyes are glowing yellow. And then he just hits that dark, that lightsaber like it was nothing. And I'm just like, what? I'm like sitting here like, yo, you're having a kid, bro. Two. Two, to be exact. (laughs) Oh, twins. And then you just execute like, I don't even want to know how many. I think I counted five in that scene. There's a lot more in that room hiding behind the chairs. It's also worth noting in the Obi-Wan series we're going to be getting, we're actually going to be getting a look at Anakin during this time where he's he's going through the Jedi Temple, killing Jedi, killing clones, younglings, the whole nine. So we're going to be getting this. That's I mean, you're going to get the look. The look at the... Yeah, they just can't catch a break, these younglings, especially when Anakin's around. And if you notice... Nobody can catch a break when Anakin's around. I know, but if you notice, when Anakin ignites his lightsaber, it doesn't sound like the heroic Jedi igniting the lightsaber. It It sounds like like the dark side. It hisses. It's like a snake. It hisses whenever he ignites it. But moving on to that, and this is where we get into like my favorite part. The juicy part. The juicy part. The confrontation between Anakin and Obi-Wan. You know, there is the parts of Yoda and Kashyyyk, you know, him going off, doing whatever, blah, blah, blah. But this is more or less the the main parts of this movie. So it starts off with Obi-Wan sneaking on the ship whenever Padme goes to Mustafar to go see what's up with Anakin. To be like, hey, like, I heard these bad things. Is it true? And Anakin is so blinded and so dead set on becoming a Sith Lord, becoming powerful, his new empire, like all this power is going to save you. When in turn, it's really him that kills her. Yeah. Also, I kind of, I, I don't know. She died of a broken heart. I mean, give me the stop. The dude I'd literally be- choked her for five minutes. No facts. <laughs> like, I'm no doctor. I'm not. I'm no doctor, but like, grant you, she was still alive because she gave birth and everything. But like, whatever, you know, Star Wars logic, of course. Like a birth um, tube. The, <laughs> the C-section. They could have done that. They got technology. You know, but whatever. Technology. They could just reach into her stomping and be like, "Up, oh, yep, here you go." Uh, but I stray from the point here. Um, this duel between Anakin and Obi Wan was insane i mean like oh yeah like them talking back and forth and you know him saying you underestimate my power it's that has always been the chip on the shoulder with anakin 
everybody underestimated his power, said he wasn't good enough to be a master, blah, blah, blah. But when Palpatine said, like, hey, you're powerful. I know what you can do. I'll show you. He just had to take that moment. But um, let's talk about the high ground. Always got to have the high ground. Obi-Wan did have the high ground. Obi-Wan 100% has a high ground. But I think that's also why they didn't, like, make him a master. Because they all must have known he was not meant to be a Jedi. Like, there was something about him that was not Jedi. Especially because, not only because he he let his emotions get the best of him, but things he's done. Like, a Jedi would not kill a bunch of younglings. He would save them. A Jedi would not look at death and be like, yeah. Like, that's not... A Jedi is meant to help. But this Jedi was too powerful. He was made to hurt. He was made to rule the Empire and shut it down and be the Dark Lord that he was born to be. Especially after what you said, that he's a mix of dark and Jedi. But unfortunately, the dark side took over everything. No matter how much Jedi trained. I think they tried to conceal that because they felt if they gave him the position of master, it would have gotten out of hand. And that's all he wanted. Even his whole life, he's just struggling to get that approval from somebody. And, you know, there, there comes a point where Anakin was like, you know, the Jedi have given up on me. They've turned their backs on me. You know, he even said it. He's like, the Jedi turned their backs on me. Like they, whenever I asked for help or whenever I asked for at least something like a hand to hold, they just kind of said, yeah, no, I'm sorry. And this goes back to, I'm glad you said like, um, what, why wouldn't they give him the rank of master? And that's because of his attachments. Like I said, in the other podcast, his mother, his attachment to his mother, his attachment to Padme. The Jedi aren't supposed to love for that reason. Because if you, let's say, like, right here, Padme was in trouble. He sensed it. He's like, Padme is going to be in trouble. I got to do something about it. If you were a true Jedi, you wouldn't have those attachments and you wouldn't have to worry. Oh, yeah. He had too many emotional barriers and attachments to, like... Simp. Duh. Have you met him? Have you seen him? Beautiful. What do you think of the long hair in this one? Prime better stuff, than, of course. Better than the rat tail. <laughs> yeah, it's severe improvements. But um, anything is now, better than the rat tail. The mullet on Obi Wan was better than the rat tail. True. No, nothing could beat the mullet. But getting back to this this moment between Anakin and Obi Wan, he essentially took everything he invested into Anakin. And he had to put it on the line. And he did whenever Anakin tried to outpower him and jump over him. And again, it just shows you that he really, truly wasn't ready. He wouldn't have taken that jump if he thought, you know, the high ground, you always need it. But, you know, he was overzealous, like he was overconfident and it paid it didn't really pay off. Um, Trash paid off with all of his all of his other limbs getting cut off and then him getting burned. But Obi-Wan's. Been- Getting something cut off. But that's the theme in Star Wars. You got to notice every time you watch a movie, take note. uh, Somebody loses a limb and everyone cut off. off. But unfortunately, Anakin has lost all of them. 
Yeah, he's taking one for the team. But um, as Anakin's burning and as he's crawling away from the lava with one hand, he still says, I hate you. You see the eyes get bloodshot red with yellow. It's just he's a monster. He's consumed. And Anakin or Obi-Wan's up on the hill saying, I loved you. You know, you were supposed you were my to brother. like that moment still to this day. Cause that like kinda, that killed me in my soul. You were my brother, Anakin. And like, you know, as I said, Jedi aren't supposed to form attachments, but with everything, like you'll watch the clone wars and all that, but you know, everything Anakin and Obi-Wan have been through he Obi-Wan formed an attachment with Anakin. He loved him. He said it. He's like, I loved you like a brother, something I never had. And, you know, that moment just trash immediately. Yeah. Turned. And, you know, Obi-Wan picked up Anakin's lightsaber and walked away, left him there to burn. And you can tell Obi-Wan just couldn't bring himself to like, just look at him, look a at him. burn. They didn't want to leave i saw that a part of him wanted to get him but he oh yeah but with how so invested he is now into the dark side that he was dubbed lord vader he was like too far gone i can't he he literally said there's no turning back now like this is not anakin yeah so too yeah she's like you're you're breaking my heart you're going down a road i can't follow and to that point, I'm glad you bring up Padme. You know, now we get to the scene where essentially Luke and Leia are being birthed. Welcome into the world. Your dad just is burning on a lava planet, whatever. But to give you a little Easter egg, um, you know that there was a shot of Yoda meditating and his eyes open. Yep. That scene, they recorded it, but they couldn't get Liam Neeson he was originally talking to Qui-Gon through the Force. And in that moment, Qui-Gon was going to give Yoda the secret to being a Force ghost, to existing after death. Because Qui-Gon was always, he was the good guy. He was a good Jedi. But he always knew that there was more than just good and bad. He knew there was a gray area in between, and that's where he existed. And that's how he found out how to be a Force ghost, how to exist in the Force after death. So Qui-Gon potentially almost made it into that little scene. Actually, I think Obi-Wan did mention, he's like, I talked with uh, a mentor of yours. And he's like, Qui-Gon? And then, yeah, so there's that. But Luke and Leia are born. um, And Padme dies of a broken heart. Like, come on, man. Couldn't have done something better? Yeah. Yeah, no. (laughs) So um, the idea of this goes, they'll split up the twins, right? Luke and Leia. They will split up. They won't. They will never, ever see each other, ever in their lifetime. Yeah, sure. Um, but the idea is Luke goes to Tatooine like, with his uncle and his aunt. Like, and then Leia goes, Leia goes to, um, I think it's Admiral Organa or Senator Organa. And they go to his, his home wife. and yeah, they, you know, they go, they go off. The Obi-Wan series is going to be taking place during this time frame where Obi-Wan is on Tatooine watching over Luke. So we'll be getting that. But, you know, you get the scene where Yoda takes off in his little pod and he he's he's off. He sees Chewbacca, but he's going off to like go into hiding to go be a hermit. So you 
Mood. You know, Yoda goes off and you'll never see him again. But um, what are your thoughts on this movie in general? Um, what are you expecting in the future of Star Wars? I loved this movie. I love this had like the perfect amount of action. Like this was the movie. Like they tied everything that could have like happened in like three different seasons of a show into all one whole movie. This was flames. I have to say you were right. This is like the best star Wars movie out of the, the original three episodes. This was it. Like the whole thing of like Anakin turning and then Obi-Wan and him fighting. And then I saw in his face at the end when he, the mask of Darth, the real OG mask of Darth Vader was coming down on him. I saw in his face. He didn't want it. He did not want it. He didn't want it anymore. But now he has no choice. He did like, like you saw it in his face. He's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And a little um a little bit of information for you for Darth Vader's suit. The Emperor did make the suit to preserve Vader, but he also put within the suit like inhibitors to prevent him from becoming too powerful. So essentially, let's just say Vader lived his whole life with 10,000 needles poking him at all times, creating discomfort, creating anger, hate. So he's just an anger-filled machine now to Emperor Palpatine, and one that he can just point in one direction and send off to go kill people. Oh, yeah. I feel like at some point it's going to be where Darth Vader turns on Emperor Palpatine. Who knows? I mean, you got to watch episode four, you five, know. and six. You I know. know. I, I know. I know everything. Who knows? You know. <laughs> I mean, I'm not one to uh, to tell, to tell right away at least. Um, but with this being said, you're setting up yourself now to go see four, five, and six. Um, you're going to see Solo, Rogue One, and then four, five, and six. You know, these stories are always interlaced. Every episode, one to nine, focuses on the Skywalkers, focuses on that their their battle with the dark side. So just keep that in mind um, moving forward. But in general, the episode three is hands down my favorite Star Wars movie. It was. Grant you, there could be a new one coming out that takes that out of the water, but I highly doubt it. Um, but... Who knows? We'll see. But um, that about does it here for the Get Comfy podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed it. This show goes live every Sunday morning. we got the Get Comfy game break every Friday morning. And, of course, the Get Comfy lowdown available every Wednesday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and, of course, the Believe Podcast Network. And if you like what we do here, go check out Get Comfy Gaming live on Twitch every week. We do a stream for you guys to get a little more Get Comfy goodness in your life. But, um... Yeah, that about does it here for the Get Comfy Podcast, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.